Last week on This Is Gonna Hurt. Ask him if he's seen any griffins. You approach a tower. It is very tall. How deep does this tower go? As deep as it needs to, Korath. I keep my personal matters to myself. Korath goes over to the, the woman and is like, where do you keep your dirt? The danger room. It is, it is essentially the danger room from X-Men. That is exactly the idea. There is an arena. It is it is 100 feet long and 50 feet wide. That's a big It room. is arena shaped. It is mostly white flooring, but there are designs on the floor as well. The most eye-catching thing about this arena is not the arena itself. It is not the stadium seating surrounding it. It's not the acolytes of the 12 sitting watching, but it is the two figures in the arena currently doing battle. Let me describe them. Please do, DM. Please do. <laughs> I'm ready. In the right corner. Now, in the, on the right side of the room when you walk in is a woman. Very beautiful. She has blue eyes. Like a storm, gray blue eyes. She has hair pulled back into a ponytail. Half of her hair, like a line down the middle, half of her hair is black. And half of her hair is white. She's wearing armor that looks as if it was made from stone. Full plate armor that looks like it was carved from some blue gray stone. Where'd I get me some of that? Korath says <laughs> in her hands is a large two-handed maul nay a large two-handed bone that she's holding in her hands eh. <laughs> <laughs> in the left corner in the left is a another woman also very beautiful she has Brilliant golden eyes, golden blonde, like bleach blonde hair in a braid. She's got dark skin and bronze armor, a plate armor covering most of her body. You can see the, the sides, the parts covering the rib is cut out and you can see in vermilion, the, the crest of the 12 hands of the monarchy. But also the last time you saw this woman, Craig, who is it? Deera Haytham. Deera Haytham. The last time you saw Deera Haytham, this member of the 12, she was wearing a cape. She is not wearing a cape. And you see now that the back section of her armor is also gone. Her back is exposed. In her hands are two bronze blades, two swords, very much like the dwarven uh, swords from Skyrim. And they are battling hard. She is whirling and spinning and dancing around. Her blades swing through the air. The other woman just, just using this bone to block blow after blow after blow. And as the doors swing open, they both pause. And Dira says out loud, It seems, sister, that we have an audience now. And she cracks her neck. Oh, stop it. Everybody's cracking their necks. I can't deal with it. <laughs> no, no, we're done. My neck won't go. Okay. <laughs> we got enough cracking noises to sample for the rest of the podcast. <laughs> this is gonna crack. And from her back erupts two giant 
golden eagle wings. Whoa! And she leaps into the air. You've seen this before. I hope you remember. Yeah, yeah, but it's always weird. I know. She leaps into the air and then takes her two swords, which glow gold, and she slams them together and they become one sword. And before they stop glowing, the, the handle begins to elongate and the blade begins to shorten and it stops glowing as she has a two-handed spear in her hands. While this is happening simultaneously, the woman... Her bone. Are they both women? The other woman. <laughs> While this is happening, the other woman, her hammer bone. begins to erupt with a purple blue electricity. I thought it was bone. And yeah, it's a bone hammer. It's a bone uh, hammer. Oh, it's a bone? I thought it was a giant bone. It is a giant bone, but it's but it, she uses oh. like a hammer. Hey guys, out of context. Korath nickname. Bone hammer? Bone <laughs> hammer. <laughs> oh, <yes. laughs> and the wish woman. Her whole body, becoming wreathed in electricity, begins to grow until she is giant-sized. Until she is a huge creature staring eye-to-eye with a flying Dira Haytham. Windar points subtly to Korath to hide the point and says, I guess she's your type. <laughs> the hammer trick? Yeah. That is her official name. The hammer trick. One of my types. Wait a second. Yeah. Cool. Windar just used message for the first time on Korath. But he didn't see, he didn't see the point. He, he didn't, didn't see the point. point. He didn't even know that, that so Windar you, didn't so speak you out just, loud. You just thought Windar was talking out loud. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then Korath responded. He responds verbal, out loud. Verbally. Yeah. Verbally. That's well, that's so funny. Wait, no, no. Wait, what'd you say again? I'm sorry. One of my types. <laughs> what? 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 <laughs> Did you not when Nora was just talking to me? Once I should have looked at Lorthamar. <laughs> once the second Whatever. woman is at what appears to be full size, you hear Aegisar bellow, That is enough! And they look over and they give him this look of sorry, Dad. And she Dira floats back down, her wings fold into her body, her spear shrinks into a dagger that she stores into her uh, the gauntlet on her left arm. The, the other woman shrinks back down to her normal size and then goes, fine, whatever. And then she slams uh. on her chest. <laughs> and when she does, her entire thing of plate armor it crackles with that purple-blue electricity and then dematerializes into electricity and then zaps into an amulet that she's wearing around her neck, a small amulet of a hammer. She's now wearing uh, some black shoes, black capris, and kind of like a gray uh, tunic, kind of like a dress type of tunic. And it's one of those... I don't know girls fashion too much, but it's one of those things where the two straps aren't like it's strappy, like tank top at the top, but it's not like two straps. It's this thing where the two straps kind of like go behind the neck and then merge into one. I don't know if that has a name. I don't care that I don't know it. Ladies just can't be wearing armor all the time. That's I'm, right. I'm happy that you don't know it. <laughs> You're a better person for that. And it's called a as she says, fine, whatever. She undoes the ponytail in her, in the back of her hair and her hair, um, falls down and you see that she's got like shoulder length hair, kind of like um, Thea Queen's haircut from Arrow. That's kind of what I imagine is her hair, that kind of haircut. And they it's both wearing armor all the time. They both begin to walk towards the door of the arena, like kind of like the uh, you know that part of like a hockey rink where you can get in and out. Yeah, there's one of those. We can fly and turn into giant beings. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna go. You still to the have to door. use the door. 
I'm, and they begin to walk towards you. I'd like to uh, use my um, knowledge okay. of who this other... I mean, I know Deer, I hate them, but who this other person is. Sure. Do you want the other players not to know? They're probably going to learn it in just a second. But do you want to do you want me to tell you so that all the listeners know that you knew first? Yes. Okay, everybody (laughs) close your ears. I thought you were gonna say close your eyes. I was about to shut my eyes. (laughs) (laughs) I can't hear you. (laughs) Her name is Isabella Stormhammer. You good. Thanks for closing your ears. Yeah. That is her name. Boy. They begin to walk towards you. Brinley's gonna think real hard and just stare down and hope his her name pops into his head. Because he accidentally heard it. Okay, well, no. <laughs> <laughs> How obvious is it that Windows mouth is like a gape? Like, do you, agape? Do you agape? not want people to know? Yeah, because it'll look or like an idiot. Does it matter? Yeah. Do you want to roll a stealth check to try to hide it? Yes. Yo, go for it. Where's my d20? And let's see. 10. Okay. Nobody else probably notices, but the gods in the room probably notice. They're gods. I mean, they're the okay, listeners. If you're new, they're not really gods. They're very powerful, magical beings. <coughs> Where are we in the room? You. Oh, yeah. We're you kind of entered in a hallway and you're kind of like in the section of the stadium where you can kind of start walking up. And then you, you know, you reach the kind of the railing of like the ice rink. And then you'd be able to go to like your seats and whatnot. Red so you're, edge. yeah, you're not in this. You're not in the arena. We're, we're at, we're on this black line. We're leaning over. Does Bonzi exist? I don't think so. Yeah. They took the night to, they I, didn't. You said we took like a short rest. Ah, uh, I said, fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cor, 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 I have a standing short rest order. Fine. Did, did, did Cora? No, I'm not gonna. <laughs> That's later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, ah. Uh, so yeah, Dira, upon seeing the four of you, says, Ah, gentlemen, how nice to see you again. Window bows. Nice to see you, my lady. Do you guys run into other adventuring parties? Or is it just us? It's a good question. Hmm, <laughs> I don't know. What, what would you say, sister? And she just looks at this other person. She's wait, what? Sorry, what was the question? Do you know Solace? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I mean, he's a little too, like, motivated for me. You know? Oh, Oh, no. Oh, no. He's, like, all about travel and stuff. And I just like to kind of, like, I kind of want too much hassle in my life. Do what? Because because of the t- how I spent my time in the desert, would I know of this person as well? You can roll me a history check with advantage yes. to glean, to see if maybe in your talks with some oh, member of something that maybe you'd have heard the name. 20. You know her name. Also, I'm not going to make the guys cover their ears again. Aegisar says to you, but you, but you knew this. Okay. As Aegisar says it, I don't believe the four of you have met my other sister in arms. This is Isabella Stormhammer. My lady. Ladies. But she is sometimes simply referred to as Giant's Bane. 
You can see why. Pleased to meet you, Isabella. Cool. I guess. (laughs) Do you need me for anything? HSR or like... (laughs) No, sister, you may go. Oh, God. And she just kind of pushes past you. And as you see, you see some, some of like the big... Um, men with the awesome beards, they like, they like go up to her and, oh, my, my lady, may I take your, your hammer? And she like hands her bone to, uh, to one of them. And, you know, they, they seem to be like catering to her as, as they, you know, exit and walk down the, uh, the hallway. Man. Wow. <laughs> okay. Just noticing. Took some of my, yeah. took some of my Very notes. casual, <laughs> that one. Yes, I would say that, brother, says Dira. A lot of voices. They don't sound that different. <laughs> How long has she been in your order? Uh, not as long as some of the rest of us. Ooh, I gathered. I thought you all started at the same time. No, they, they take the place when another one dies. Yes, if a brother or a sister falls, then we need to find a powerful magical replacement. When was the last time that happened? Hmm... Who would have been the most recent? Probably you. Not you, you fool. <laughs> you. How do you spell that? You. Dira speaks up and goes, it's Y U U. Oh, you. okay. Very confusing, as you can imagine. <laughs> he should change his name. Yo, Chorus making moves on your girl, bro. <laughs> Laughing at her jokes. <laughs> oh, damn. When I laughs. <laughs> I feel like I, they laugh competitively. Window laughs, <laughs>, 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 laughs without smiling. <laughs> I just try to do it and it fails really hard. <laughs> so. Oh. <laughs> okay, I'm done. So, Agisar says, well... Before we do this, we might as well go speak to him. You, I mean. Oh, he's here as well. Come this way. Okay. And he leads you to kind of like a subsection of like, you know, this like open area in this, uh, in this stadium, kind of where like the announcer's booth might be. So where the announcer's booth would be in a stadium, that's where he leads you. And you see uh, some people wearing in our world you'd they'd look like white lab coats and somewhere on them they have the the symbol of the 12 in magenta outside are those two guys that look exactly the same as each other they're kind of guarding the the door inside seems to be some kind of laboratory at a desk huddled over some paperwork is that guy the one that all the other guys look like he oh is where you he is wearing a like a, a a shirt is a really short tunic with short sleeves. So it's a T-shirt mm-hmm. and it's black and he's wearing these pants that are like checkered pink and magenta, which clash horribly or so I have been told by my art people. Does he shop at Hot Topic? <laughs> Maybe he has. He's a program. He has like burlap sandals on his feet and a white lab coat on. And he's just like huddled over his work. He's writing with a quill. And Aegisar says, you, you. And he just totally ignores 
Brimley's just going to walk in. I have so many questions. At that, he looks up from his paperwork and he looks in dramatic fashion. He looks no. down at you, up at Korath, over to Windar, <laughs> over to Lorthamar, and he puts his hands up to his mouth like this. And he goes, Oh my gods, Aegisar, you brought me the Goblin Splooshers. <laughs> you guys, I am just the biggest fan. <laughs> like, I have been asking him for so many months to find you guys. I've been wanting to run so many tests on you guys. I mean, I mean, I mean, think about what you guys did. You come to a troon, but these, but but what, like ninjas attack you and, and you you kill them all, and then you come and and, and, and then you, you go to a cave and then you, you go to you go to some town, you, you. you wait, guys wait, wait, are, wait, you. You. How does he know this? Don't you mean y- you're our biggest, like, all you, all of you, yous, are our biggest fans? Oh, you mean all of them? Yeah, I guess they're me too, I guess. But, but I don't want to talk about me. I want to talk about you guys. Like, 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 like oh, I'm so glad you are here. Staring. And <laughs> wait, wait. His you don't want to talk stopped. about me, but you want to talk about you? And then Window just creeps out of the tower and out of existence. <laughs> <laughs> Floats away while pointing at everyone. Yeah. <laughs> That's his message to everybody as he leaves. So, at that... Aegisar says, oh my gosh. Brumley's totally down to nerd out with him. Like, can, can they like trade questions and answers? Sure. Okay. Here we go, people. Oh, you have questions? What, like what, what, what? Like, what, how, what, who, how did you make these people? Like, what's their deal? Those are simulculum. Come on. What? You're, but no, you're, you're a wizard. Hold on, hold on. Give me a second, give me a second, give me a second. Give me a second. He puts like two fingers up to the sides of his head. Hold on. We've got, I'd say level six. <laughs> Diviner Tempest Cleric, right? Holy so like, but you'll be able to do that someday. Wait, what right? does any of that mean? Oh, oh, oh hold on, hold on. I'm going to give you two. Uh, uh, level six, Paladin, Goliath. You don't see a lot of Goliaths. I mean, no, no sub race, no sub race. Uh, Oath of the Ancients, right? Did I get that right? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold Wait, on. High uh, Elf, Eldritch Knight, level six, Dragonborn, what? Barbarian? Are you serious? You don't see that a lot. That is so cool. Level six. Did I say level six? Level yeah, six. Yeah. Wait, wait. Dragonborn, lightning breath, purple? Whoa. And what, he's got his fingers up to his head the whole time. What, Temple. What, what about, and I, I unsheath my sword. What about him? What? Half-orc, barbarian, in a sword? Like, Aegisar, do you know, like, do you see how cool these guys are? I glare at Brimley. And Aegisar says... (laughs) (laughs) And I I point so hard at him and yell, See! 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 And Korath, all the while, is just... (laughs) Aegisar says... Aegisar says, um, uh, this is you, Akira. You, it's... You're... Like the movie. This... Uh, personality it's it's a tad draining can you can you tone it down a little bit but 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 i'm having such a fanboy moment do i really have to and it just says please oh fine and he puts just one hand up to his head and he says rewriting i s t j subset a code name 
Ajisar. And he stands up straight and he says, yes, and as I said, it goblin splishes him. I'm very glad that you're all here amongst us. I've, I've been really wanting to run some very serious tests on the four of you. What kind of tests? Ah, I'm glad you asked. Please, allow my assistants to put these on. Wait, how long have you been a member of the Twelve? Um, Aegisar, what's it been now? I don't know, 250 years or so? And you're the newest? Yes. Okay. Isabella joined slightly before I. Huh. I want to look around to see if I see any files with my name on it. Hmm. You want to rifle through his belongings? I know. I just want to take a glance. Or you're just glancing. Like I'll let you roll a perception check, not an investigation. Okay. Because you can't actually like open drawers. Yeah, yeah I was planning to do that. And things like that. Without blowing up. Right. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I do have a question. Oh, by the by, the person in the white that was following you, he is still with you guys. <laughs> like, hey, buddy, what's your name? He looks at HSR. And Aegisar gives a, a small nod, and the man in white says, Bruder. What do you like to eat? Irrelevant. Well, I can see where you got your name. Where do you get that? I get... But um, I got a 20. Uh, Not a natural 20. Um, a regular 20. There are no things lying about with your name on them. I get a little... I'm not like antsy, but I'm, like, I'm kind of... A little, not, I don't know, worried, I guess. Like, I just, I don't want, I, I don't know how much this guy knows about me. So, the last thing he said was, please allow my assistants to, uh, to work with you for a moment. And so, people in lab coats um, of various races, uh, a lot of elves you would see, uh, some, a bunch of gnomes. What? Probably, like, 40% elves, 40% gnomes. That's a lie. Probably 45% elves, 45% gnomes, maybe 10% humans. So all the people you see in the kind of like lab area. You. Not you. Owen or you? Not, not you, Owen. You. You. Okay. What race was he when we saw him? What? Human. He was human. Yeah. Okay. Uh, cool. When he said level six, mm-hmm. what is he referring to? Because we, our characters don't know. Yeah, but like... <laughs> Is that a fourth wall breaking moment? Yes. You don't okay. need to ask that. Yes. <laughs> well, but it, but but Windor doesn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. 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 This this, this is. But this yes, is just in for a me. in a storytelling sense, yeah, it's a, it's a it's a fourth wall break. Okay. I mean, you could you could maybe you your characters maybe justify that if he had to rank your power level in some capacity, he's calling you a level six. Out okay. of what you don't know. Okay. The lab technicians begin coming over to you with like, you know, like leather bracelets to go on like your, your wrists and the upper part of your arm and around your neck and around your waist and around your ankles and things like that. And all of them have little metal things with strange arcane symbols on them. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm not into this kind of stuff. Wait, wait, wait. I simply wish to perform some tests. Well, what kind of tests? I wish to see you in combat. Oh, wait. <laughs> and I just, yeah. So Windar bands up. What will we be fighting? Me. I take everything says off. Says <laughs> Oh, sure. Fair enough. Sure. That's a normal thing. <sighs> That's an everyday thing. Just Lorthamar, fighting a member of the Twelve. Lorthamar, I'm surprised. Most 
people in your position, I'm sure, would love to take a strike at me. Is Lorthamore an acolyte? An acolyte wouldn't want to strike. Again, that. I'm surprised you haven't told them. You've you've heard him speak. <laughs> Suppose I understand now. Lorthamar, we have much to discuss. Windar wheels on Lorthamar, grabs him by his collar, and with a wild look in his eye, says, What? <laughs> I don't allow this to happen. <laughs> Do you want to dodge out of the way? Yes. Okay, roll opposing. You can roll strength or dex. You. I have a plus 10 to initiative. I see this coming. Actually, <laughs> and I'm, I'm always alert. You both can either roll strength or dex. Okay. If he rolls the higher, it'll just change regardless. Unless Craig. Oh, no. oh so close. I rolled a 19. Dex or strength. Dex. Oh. So you, you, you dodge out of the way. You are unable to get your claws around him. My, like, nope. pinky nope. claw. Nope. Just nope. like. Nope. 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 You it's are like, unable to grab onto him. Away. It's in an angstrom away. That's pretty close. Yeah. I think Korath puts his, where are they amounting these devices to? Just kind of like on most of your like joints. All of my joints? I mean like your, your, so like right above your elbow, your wrist, somewhere like close to your knee, your ankle, your waist, your neck, maybe one around your head. Do you still need one on my ankle? Oh, <laughs> and, and, and the, the, um, the kind of chubby, pimply human that's putting it on you at the moment just like stares at your earth leg and just like uh, and then he just attaches it to your earth leg <laughs> as, as, he as he's making that noise as he walks away <laughs> as, as he's doing it window kind of points like behind him and goes oh don't worry it won't hurt you. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, yeah. so only Korat sees his eyes get super wide and just louder. <laughs> Does Korat see me behind the dude? No. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I wanted to say no, but okay. okay. Does Brimley recognize any of the arcane markings on like the bands? You can roll me an arcana check. Uh, it's a 27 with a natural crit. You recognize, so all the symbols you've seen in magical texts, they all have to do with, they say things like motion and speed and force and power and mm. energy. These are the words that you're seeing. Okay, cool. You, uh, you can assess that they are really measuring, measuring instruments to okay. kind of gauge your every move. Yeah, probably fine with that. Um, now that he did anybody object to being strapped up? Nope. Okay. So y'all get strapped up. Akira... Uh, you, Akira, picks up in my head, I call him Akira because um, you is confusing <laughs> off his desk, he takes a rectangle, it's like how wide did you say that is? 7 inches 7 inches, 8, 9 inches and then how, how much did you say that is? that's a foot about that's a foot, so it's like kind of like a rectangle and it's just seems to be just a rectangular piece of glass it's almost eight and a half by 11. Um, it's just <laughs> a, it's just a, it's just like a, it looks like a piece of glass or a piece of crystal and you can see glowing magical runes appearing all over it. And he's just like playing with it with his finger. Cool. And he goes, Brimley so he's going to like look over his shoulder and see if he can like make sense of what's going on. Really? like really interested. You in understand. All right, cool. That you, I mean, I don't, I don't get what you, I don't understand what you don't understand. He wants to measure you fighting. 
Right. But so I was he's like, preparing but the like science. The, like the, I guess like Brumley's interested in like the magic and science behind it. Maybe this is something he wants to go to school for. Like, so this would be where technology meets magic. So there's a, or, or maybe where like science meets magic. Okay. Because even though wizards kind of go about magic in the most scientific of ways compared to other magical classes, this is where like, you know, I don't know. It, it just this is like the, the, the deepest level. of research. Right. Okay, you know what cool. I mean? And, interested because most of the research is like how can i do this thing right right this is research of saying how can we learn more okay and increasing magic to help learning gotcha so yes yeah i mean uh, regarding to the age of stars previous comment i'm not like i don't know i'm not like that not hyped or anything like that it's kind of just like a i guess we're doing what we're doing okay cool you know what i can see why I can see how you'd be an acolyte to Aegisar. You have very similar demeanors. Aegisar says, In this tower window, you should be careful who you call acolyte. I can see how you get along with Aegisar. You have similar demeanors. <laughs> That's true, actually. Does that, does that work better? I suppose. Alright. <laughs> and he says, Shall we do this? We shall. Um, and he gestures at the man in white, and he smirks as he says, "Bruder, you will come." Yes, and Bruder nods, and so he, you know, he leads you into the arena. In the cool. arena. So, I'm gonna put him. Somewhere on this side of the map. So as soon as they get in the arena, Brimley's gonna like nudge Bonzi, and Bonzi's just gonna start like flying laps around the like the very top of the arena. Okay. Like among the rafters. I need you to place yourselves on the other side of the arena. Uh, wow, thanks, man. Oh wait, like this side? No, the other yeah, side. This side. This side. This is a Pokemon battle. Korath just kicked Lorthmore in the face. That's offensive. As you walk down into the arena, you see the stands are slowly filling in Ooh. with acolytes and the beautiful women in bronze armor with blades. Are there any people in this room that aren't beautiful? No, it's a very beautiful place. Lots of <laughs> <Yeah>. tattoos. <laughs> Welcome to my imagination. <laughs> Lots of beards. Welcome to Williamsburg. Uh, appar- 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 apparently, in order to uh, be... Also, in when you're very magical and powerful, you also just are beautiful. <laughs> I think that after hundreds of years of just magic, like profusely moving through your body, I think not that not that you would innately become more beautiful. I think that without trying, you would innately become more the thing that you want to be. Mm. So, like if you found, you know, like I, I'm I'm not like advertising the stereotypical beauty. You know what I mean? Like. But like whatever you wanted to be, you know, I think just innately you would become more like that. And that confidence shows through, even if you're not talking. It reminds me of the things from from um, it reminds me of the elves from Aragon, because some of them do really weird things with themselves. That's because like, yeah, kind of like that, kind of like themselves as beautiful. Yeah, that's a little more intentional. Right. Where they like, like, you know, they'd magic themselves into the form they choose. I think that after centuries of just like being, you know, demigod level, the magic would just like begin to just kind of mold you. 
into the person. Well, it's almost like in, in the same franchise, when you were connected to the dragons, you would just slowly become more elf-like. Right. Because the elves were the original um, like people in the dragon rider bond. It's right. kind of the same, the same principle. So, yeah. I think you would... Can you roll me, like, intelligence checks? I'm looking for higher than a 10. Wow. Just made it. 12. 3. <laughs> 8. 23. Lorthamar, Lorthamar would know this already, actually, but Windar hey. would also know this. The other two don't. You, you piece together that the large men in the, the beards, with, uh, in the beards, with the beards, in the beard. who have kind of like a very like Viking motif, they are probably in like the division of Isabella Stormhammer. Oh, He's, I figured we realized that before when they Yeah, yeah I, 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 I know, but if you hadn't before, you, you'd notice it now. Okay. The, the beautiful women in the, in the armor with the blades, you know, are with Deer Hatham, and then obviously the people that are basically clones of you, Akira, are in the division of you, Akira. No, they're with no Bruder. Way. They're yeah. with Bruder. Yeah. <laughs> he, doesn't, he, doesn't have, he doesn't have people that want to follow him, so he makes his own. Aww. Huh. That's so sad. So, he, he probably feels like... Hence, no, hence the tragedy of you. He probably, he probably feels that no one can get the job done better than himself, so Ooh, he just clones himself. Yeah. He's a tragedy of you. He's a smart dude. Nice. Right? That's just, good, too. We just wrote some backstory. Wait, that's right. Uh, when, when we clink, actually, if you clink my, my inner rim, yeah, that's good. Cool. Nice. Clink Can my inner rim, baby. <laughs> I am going to ask that we take a short break because we're about to go into a combat of sorts. Let's do it. So let's take a break. Hey guys, uh, I'm just going to make a shout out to Cassian Elder for her uh, comment on our Podbean feed. Uh, I'm super picky about D&D podcasts and you guys totally made the cut. Thanks for sharing your game and making me laugh a lot. Hey Cassie, thank you for commenting. That is awesome. We really appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. Thank you from Owen's Mike. We all love you. Seriously, thank you. Thank you guys so much. Just... The feedback helps. It lets us know that, well, if we're doing a good job or not. And we, you know, we want to keep you guys happy. So, yeah. You guys happy makes us guys happy. Yeah. 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 When these guys are happy, I'm not doing my job, right? <laughs> this is going to hurt emotionally. Also, today is International Tabletop Day. Yes, it that is. That we are recording on. We are super pumped about that. Yes, uh, it yeah. was kind Indeed. of a it was kind of a coincidence. No, not really. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was a happy accident. Um, so but, when you hear this four months so from now, most of us. Yeah, but I mean, we recorded <laughs> on it. Like, yeah, feel eh. good. So that that kind of gave us a little bit of a sparkle. Welcome back from the break. Hadley Hule. You are staring down, meaning the four of you, not you, Akira. This got confusing fast. The four of you are staring down Aegisar Rorak. And before he does anything else, he says, before we go any further, I, I, there's a bit of business I'd like to discuss before I knock the four of you unconscious. Um, oh, I, I thought it, you liked us. It, oh, I do. Very much so. I'm very invested in your little group, guild. We'll talk. Um, <laughs> are you a manager? <laughs> I... It came to my attention, some of the other members of the Twelve, uh, they, they brought it to my knowledge that technically you were, you were campaigning around a troon as unregistered mercenaries. And so I took it upon myself to register you with the 
committee of guilds, I could not bring myself to write the word splooser. I put you into the system as Goblin's Purge, but you are free to use whatever name you wish. Yeah, we're going to change that. The Ooh. people will call you what you call yourselves. But officially, I have put you into the system as Goblin's Purge. Thanks. We appreciate that. Oh, I mean, technically, I'm the only one that really ever splooshed a goblin. And he puts his hand on his face and shakes his head back and forth. Okay. I know what that means. Getting back to business, I believe the last time we fought, I did not use my shield or these robes. That sounds right. He begins to take off his shields, waiting to see if anybody objects to his the removal of his shield. Nope. He tosses the shield to the side. He takes off his belt. Rope Keep belt. Keep going, baby! He puts the belt I off to the side. <laughs> and then he throws his, like, robe, his white gi off to the side. I immediately scan the audience for Dira and see what she's doing. <laughs> she is... Uh, so, like, you went up to, like, the, uh, the commentator's booth, right? That's where the, the lab is. And you can even see, like, up there, like... You, like, looking very seriously out in the crowd now, totally different than when you first met him. And he's doing something. And then across from that is a separate booth, and that is where Dira is sitting with one or two of her people. You even see uh, Isabella up there, too, just kind of, like, lounging about. And Aegisar says, the last time we fought... A tower almost fell on us. Oh, yes, that's what that was. I was wondering why our fight got interrupted. And you gave us a hole. Well, a portable one. I... Thank you, that was cool. I believe I gave you 30 seconds. I'm feeling less generous today. I feel like you're stronger. I'm going to give you... 18 seconds. 30 works in increments. We're going to call it 20. 24. We're going to call it 20, but really that means 18. <laughs> so three turns? Yeah. Wow. I'm going to give you 20 seconds. Let's see what you've got, goblin... Splooshers. Thank you for listening. While you're waiting for the next episode, visit us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, where our usernames are Gonna Hurt D&D, or check out our website at thisisgonnahurtdnd.com. Feel free to email any questions or comments to thisisgonnahurtinfo at gmail.com.